0: Hi. I'm excited. I'm excited too. First podcast. (laughs) So let's see how it goes. right. It's going to go great. It's going to go great. All right. So hello, hello. Welcome to Life Transitions with Sandra and Simone podcast. Um, We're going to talk all things about transitioning into new season, new careers, new relationships, and you know, everything that life, may throw at us at times, right? Um, And how you step out on faith, Mm. you face, you know, that fear in in the face, right? And begin your transition. And so if you want to learn more about life and stepping out on faith, living purposefully and experiencing a freedom that you know, then this place is for you. So um, because we're going to talk all thing about all things about faith, purpose and get into a life ultimately of freedom because it's what we all seek. Right. I love it. Right. To wake up every day and be happy. Um, A lot of us feel like we're so boxed in um, and we don't know how to come out, but oftentimes I feel like God or the universe, whatever. Things are telling us like it's time, right? But we ignore those things. We stay comfortable. um, But we're seeking for something of of freedom, in a sense, or a sense of freedom.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I love the way that you you sort of teed it up. I mean, it's so true. We're in transition um, and trying to find our way to that place of, of freedom, ultimately.
0: Ultimately, exactly. So... I'm your host, Sandrine Simone, um, and my guest today is Malia Arnett Archie, and I don't, I'm not a person that likes to read off a of resumes because it's not truly who you are, right? Yes, we have those accolades, those degrees and all that stuff, but I want you to tell the people, like, who are you?
1: I'm still discovering, okay, um, but, you know, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. Um, I'm an encourager. I'm a builder. Nice. An entrepreneur. Yeah. But you know, I think more than than anything, like I said, you know, I'm in discovery, like everybody else. I'm in transition. Yeah, <laughs> I've been through many transitions, um, and still transitioning. I'm still learning so much about myself, um, and I, I I love it. Yeah. I love uh, being in the constant state of discovery. I think, you know, for me, it's, it's God. Yeah. Um, As I learn more about him, I learn more about myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And, you know, I think transitioning in life um, it's really about that's what life is, right? Our growth transition is each time. And so um, when people say like, I love that you say I'm still learning who I am because that's always changing, right? So good, good, good stuff. So with that, today we're going to discuss um, life transitions, right? That's what we're here for. Um, and then you're going to tell your story, and I'm just going to start off by just saying um, this topic hits hard for me because I feel like I'm in a major transition right now, and and how that came about, you know, more so for me, it's career right now because. Um, I I did the whole template thing. I went to school, got a degree, got a master. Like I'm following like everything society and your parents and everyone told you, but I can truly sit here and say I haven't been 100% feeling complete. Right. And so I always get these nudges like every so often, like this seems purposeful or whatever, but when you're in a comfort space, you have a good job, good career, you know, um, it's hard to sometimes move out of that space. And so recently, um, I had a, a situation at work where I just felt like, oh, it's time. These people are trying me. Like, it's time. And I can't, like, I was losing. Like, I'm oh like, God, pause for a minute because these folks are trying me. Um, but in that, in that, I I I hear God clearly saying, like, this is my push to tell you, like, it's time to transition to something else. Like, you've been at this company for going on fourteen years, and I had. Plan to possibly leave like right before, but then I found out my mom was sick. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, maybe it's not time because I need to go help my mom. And, you know, and so those things come up, but this incident with, you know, just all that was happening. I said, oh no, I hear it clearly yeah. now it's time to transition. And so I want you, I have three questions for you. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I want you to talk about um, really a time in your life where um, you had to do a major life transition, right? And um, the three questions that I have, and, and you we could, you can could talk about them throughout the the story, but you know what triggered you to know it was time? Like, what was that pain point? Because normally. When we are moving closer to purpose and transitioning and we're feeling called, there's a pain that happens in order for us to go there. Right. Because if we're happy and jolly, we ain't we ain't going nowhere. we just staying comfortable. So what was like that that pain or that aha moment? Like, no, it's time. And then the other question we'll lean into is like, how soon when you knew it was time to transition, how soon did you create a plan? But oftentimes when we create a plan with life it doesn't normally work out so you know did you have to edit it did it go as planned like you know for people wanting to know like okay sure i make a plan is it gonna go you know all that jazz and then the last thing is and we'll wrap it up with this was what is three things you now know for sure when you made that transition that it was meant for you to make that transition
1: mm. Wow, I mean, such good questions, and you might have to remind me as we go of the second two, but I'll start with with your first. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, you know, I think my life has been a series of major transitions, like everyone else. I don't think I'm unique in that respect, Um, but I think the only thing more jaunting um, and jilting than pain is comfort. Mm. Um, because sometimes it's actually comfort um that is the thing that is is, is most dangerous you know it, mm-hmm. like you said at least pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: causes movement right pain because
0: movement. Well, there's some
1: reaction to the pain that you're gonna have you're gonna take yeah but you know it's when we're comfortable um that we're actually probably in in the most danger of missing yeah, yeah. I think what God has for us next yeah. and so I, I don't I don't mind the painful, painful moments, but I think the one I'd highlight here, um, it would have to be probably similar to, to what you're currently experiencing. And that is having been comfortable mm-hmm. Um with my career. Um, so I started my career, um, out of law school as a prosecutor, Mm -hmm. um, in Miami Dade. Um, I had a a great career there, worked with great people, rose to leadership in that office fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, transition point, I got married, my husband, um, was promoted. And so we left South Florida and moved to Kalamazoo right after we got married. I mean, like, the week after we got married. Um, So all of it was new. Um, For the first six months I was there, I didn't work. I I tried my hand at being a housewife and everyone, including the cats and dogs, realized that wasn't a good idea. (laughs) So um, I went in house and started uh, working in corporate law there in Kalamazoo, actually for the same company my husband worked for. Okay. And um, was there for almost 11 years. Mm -hmm and was comfortable, mm-hmm. um, rose um, into leadership also very quickly in that office, into gl- global leadership, you know, sort of everything was was going right for me yeah. in the company, but I, I knew and sort of the way that my life has always worked out, it's, it's always been very much God led. I mean, yeah. just God opening doors and creating miracles in my life that only he could have done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that role was certainly no exception to that. Yeah. Um, but probably at about the five-year mark, I realized that, okay, you know, this there's a settling here that's not normal for the way that God moves in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you're kind of waiting for the, okay, when when is it going to be time to go? Yeah. Um, certainly around the eight-year mark, I was feeling, okay, yeah, it's, it's time to, you know, I didn't know what next was, but I knew that it was time to move.
0: Okay. What Um, was the feeling though? Like, was it like, um, aggravation happening around you with coworkers or was it like, like what was, because you mean you're in leadership most times and kudos to you because that's like, you know, that's a a good thing to experience. Um, most people, you know, black women, um, but, um, what was, what was, what was like, you were comfortable. So like what was happening there for you?
1: You know, for me, no, it was, it was never really about the people that I worked with. You know, it, it was really about the external call, right? Okay. Um, For me, my life has always been purposeful, mm-hmm. full of purpose. And so um, the money was great. Um, the travel was great. And I got to see, you know, places in the world that I never traveled before. And all those experiences was very nice, but, um, I just kept going back to, but is this the life I was created to live? Am I doing what, you know, God put me on the earth to do? Um, or have I gotten so, um, sold to this lifestyle Mm -hmm. that, um, I'm now doing it because I'm afraid that I won't be sustained if he were to tell me to do something else. Do you know what I mean? And so, um, I, I tried my hand at, you know, side things like a coaching business and things like that. And it would work for a little while to sort of fulfill like that call to ministry or, you know, that call to entrepreneurship, which is, you know, not to spoil alert, but you know, I would try little things in small doses to try to satisfy what, what was pulling me. Yeah. Um, but you know, just saying, yeah, I mean, in the back of my mind, I have a family at that time I was a soul breadwinner because my husband, um, had gone out to launch, um, his, his business mm-hmm. and it wasn't profitable at that time. And so God had really blessed that yeah. my salary had doubled by then to compensate for what he had lost. And so yes. you start to justify yeah sort of your um, almost disobedience and complacency and comfort mm-hmm. um, by life, you yeah. know, like, well, what are we going to do? Like it just practically doesn't make sense yeah. for me to do something else. But, you know, God doesn't, he doesn't, legislator he doesn't deal with us based on our practicalities Mm -hmm. right because he's the god of impossibilities at least he's been that in my life yeah and so um that's what it became a decision to um really explore okay what is it that you have for me
0: yeah because something was pulling you yeah and so you ultimately know when you're you're not fully where you're supposed to be because there's a pull of energy for Something's like saying, is there more? Is there something else? And I'm exactly. not like fully fulfilled. This is good. I feel comfortable, but yeah, okay. exactly. And yeah. and
1: then eventually it does become, I think, um, what I always say is God will open the window and allow you to make the decision to, to jump. Yeah. Eventually you don't get pushed. Yeah. <laughs> So my advice, you know, to those in transition is, you know, take a heart, look at that window. Yeah. And, you know, if you can try to make the decision to jump on your own volition, because
0: it, trust me, it feels a lot better than the push. Yeah. And see, that's probably when I say uh, for the pain point, because that's a good point. Like think about the window. He, he, he has it open and saying, listen, you can jump, Right. But it's not so a lot of us get to the pain where it's the end that we now have to get pushed. Yeah. And we're forced to make those transitions. And we feel like, oh, my goodness, like, what am I going to do? Right. That's right. And not not to take it back to vocational Bible school, but
1: just like Jonah. Yeah. I mean, he could have simply just gone to Nineveh. Yeah. But instead, you know, he had to fight and push back and, and, and try his hand at what he thought Was right for him, and he, you know, ended up in in the well, the belly of the whale. Yeah. Um. Sometimes, you know, things have to happen to get our attention Mm -hmm. to turn our heads Mm -hmm. towards Mm -hmm. what we already know is is really the path that we should be taking. Right. And you know, it's not always without pain Mm -hmm. that we get there, and without discomfort, and without a falling out. Um. And so that was, you know, what it ended up being for me is that. And it wasn't, you know, anything major. I didn't, you know, lose my job. I just got to a point where um, you, you sometimes are graceless. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's what happened. You know, I've been sort of the favored person. Um, the only person in my role, you know, favored, promoted, you know, all of those things. And, you know, I could sense that I no longer carry the favor in the organization that I once had. Mm. And so I said, okay, I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. I clearly see it. It's time to go. Yeah. And so I made the decision um, to get really serious about what the exit strategy would be because, yes. you know, I didn't want to to be pushed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I love that window analogy that is so good and so you made the decision to for the exit strategy and this is where we our second question says you know how soon did you create a plan so you created the plan and when you created the plan did the plan go as planned because you're making this big life transition you're like okay I'm gonna plan it out but then you like okay I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm like, well, like, what is going on? Like, God, I hear you clearly saying it's time to go. And I don't want you to push me out this window. And I'm making this plan. But why aren't you blessing, Or why isn't this plan in alignment with you? Like, how? what was that for you? Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm like everybody else. You know, I try to hedge my bet, right? And yeah. try to couch
1: and... And try to make it as easy on me as possible. So, you know, I did like what any other person would do. Okay, I'm gonna go, but I have a plan B. Yeah. So, um, I didn't leave um, that corporate role and jump right into entrepreneurship like I, you know, probably should have. Yeah. Um, I justify going to another company with less responsibility with the thought that that would give me time to sort of. Transition into entrepreneurship in a way that was more palatable for me. Mm, And let's just say that did not work. And, and, you know, at some point about halfway through that second decision, I realized it's not them as you, right. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, no, like, you know, it's time and you cannot continue to try to put a square peg in a round hole like, you know, you are the common denominator in this and, you know, you are going to continue to bring frustration into these places that you're going into. Yeah. um, Knowing that, you know, you're you're supposed to be doing something else. Mm -hmm. And so that ended up being a very temporary, you know, stopgap between, Mm -hmm. you know, my corporate career and entrepreneurship. And I did it because I was afraid, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. Right. It was, you know, I'm going to go,
0: but Because I I hear God saying it's time to go. I'm being pulled to do something different, but I'm still going to go with a comfortable plan. Yeah. Not just step out on faith and face fear. I'm going to go comfortable like I'm, you know, taking steps. Yeah. Right. I mean, because I want to control it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm going to do what I
1: feel like is, is still within my control to manipulate the outcome. Yeah. And really, that's the emphasis to to faith. Yeah. Right. You know, literally, you know, faith is, you know, the evidence of things that we cannot see. Right. And so it is that sometime all the time that that blind step Mm -hmm. and believing that if he's called you to it, then he's, he's faithful to provide everything that you need along the way. And so it was really prolonging where I eventually ended up, which was, all right, it's just really time for me to exit corporate yeah, and, you know, open my own law firm. Um, and so here we are, and it by far has not been easy. Um, it has not been without resistance. It has not been without pain. It has not been without struggle. Um, but I have never felt more in purpose. Mm. Um, I've never felt more fulfilled, um, and I'm still living in faith every day. Yeah, every day it's a faith yeah. day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, I love that. So now that you have wholeheartedly gone into what you feel God has called you to do, what you were not really doing before, you are—you have your own law firm, entrepreneur and um, you feel much more fulfilled in this role. So what are three things you know now for sure um, that because you decided to make this transition, um, it gave you like, I know for sure, like stepping out on faith or, you know, like what are the three things you now know for sure was positive and good in making this transition. Yeah. Well, I think
1: the number one thing is, you know, just sort of being in right standing with the will of God in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, above all else, you know, that ranks bar none mm-hmm. um far above anything. Um and that's being able to wake up every day knowing come what may that I'm doing what pleases God. Yeah. And with that, there's a lot of assurance that, you know, he's going to take care of the things that concern me and my right. family. Right. Because
0: It does says, see, first the kingdom That's of right. God and all will be added. It's one of my goodness. That's right. <laughs> it's one of the things I reminded myself of every day. Anytime it's like, let me go to God first because everything else will be added. Yeah.
1: No, and that's so true because, you know, even in making the decision, um, there were so many things that were not clear. You know, my husband um, has been a pioneer for our family. By the time I went out, he had been out um, into entrepreneurship for close to nine years. Mm -hmm. And so in that respect, you know, I, I had a head start because I had someone that I could lean on and ask questions to and could provide guidance. And he's been great in that respect. But he's never opened a law firm. He's never opened a content creator studio, and right. so, you know, all of that was new. Um, and so there was a lot that I just didn't know. I didn't understand. And when I tell you just the steps in um, him putting, God putting people in my path to help, yeah, um, it's just been miraculous. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, step by step, you know, he's as I go, he's going. He's yeah. coming right. He's taking a step towards me as I'm taking a step towards him. Mm. And it's been beautiful. And it's again, it's not been easy. Right. 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 It's been a faith walk, but he's never, he's not let me down once. Yeah. Um, and so I'm growing, my faith is growing. So that's the second thing is that, yeah. you know, as my faith grows, um, and as it's increasing and my relationship with God increases because of my decision, um, it makes me a better witness. It makes me a better disciple. It makes me a better minister. It makes me a better mother. It makes me a better wife. It makes me a better friend. Yeah. Because now I'm not talking about what I think I know.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm living it. Yeah. Right. Like I, I'm, there's a real lived experience in making the hard decisions. Yeah. And you know, letting go of high six figures mm-hmm. and walking out into okay, God, if you said it, I believe it. I'm going yeah. despite what people might think about it. How insane people might think that I'm leaving. Yeah, um, you know this comfort. Well, I trust you more. Mm, that's good. That you own a cattle on a thousand hill, and I'm not gonna get be so beholden to a check into man's idea of wealth Mm -hmm. that I am forsaking the creator of all wealth. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you might want to give me 10 times that. Yeah. And here I've limited myself to, to what's right in front of me. Yeah. And so it's really just becoming, um, the living word, right. Not, not just what we, we think we believe because we've, we've heard it and we've rehearsed it, but, actually living being a doer of it yeah that's the second thing yeah and I think the third thing is um that what I said earlier it's learning me Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that until I really you know got the studio open and you know started the podcast and you know started helping other people find their voice that I realized that we I think Just society. I won't won't even say society. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the nature of being born into a fallen state. Yeah. We are fighting our entire lives to get back to our pre-earth identity. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like when we're born, we come through and not to disparage our natural mothers and fathers, but they're fallen. Right. You know, and we then get filtered through those ideals. Right. And, and sometimes that's more harmful than others. Sometimes it's not that bad, but nevertheless, what we're fighting our way back to is, you know, what, what was God's original thought about me when he made me, Yeah, you know, in heaven, Mm -hmm. before, before I came into the earth, there was an original thought about who I was Mm -hmm. spirit to spirit. Yeah. And you know, at 42, Mm -hmm. I had to realize I might not be Absolutely clear about what that is. Yeah. And so, you know, people wonder why, you know, they struggle with podcasts and social media. It's because it's hard to be authentic when you don't know who the authentic you is. Mm. It's hard to, you know, speak with a clear voice. And, you know, I don't don't know what my voice is. I know what I've rehearsed. Yeah. I'm rehearsing mom, I'm rehearsing dad, I'm rehearsing corporate, I'm rehearsing school, I'm rehearsing all these things I've learned along the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's not until, and for me, it wasn't until I detached from that, mm. that I was able to say, you know, I don't care who doesn't like it. Yeah. I have something to say. Yeah. And I am reconnecting with God's original thought for who I am and becoming comfortable. Yeah. With living from that place.
0: Nice. Yeah. And and this is why earlier um, when I say I don't like to read off resumes anymore because people are so used to identifying themselves with the things they have accomplished or, you know, again, that societal template of like, oh, let me figure out who she is by let me reading off this paper. Right. But we ultimately realize that, you know, who are you like? Who am I truly? Who am I? Because if I didn't see all the marketing stuff to make me want to like like this or do that or whatever, like who am I as a naked human being who is a spiritual being of God and all this stuff? Like, And I think that's the hard part. And that's what we're all seeking to get back to. That's what the healing is all yes. about. That is what, you know, the transitions that we're trying, you know, we keep going through these transitions because we're ultimately trying to get back to that authentic self because living this templated life or this um, curated life or, you know, this mask life that we have put on is that it it stresses us out. It creates the anxiety, the mental health issues that's happening, you know, The people not liking us, we're taking that and internalizing it. It's not who we are, but it's hard when we aren't living our authentic, true self. And so, you know, um, for me, one of the ways now I I told you earlier that I was reading the Bible, like, you know, by books, because I'm like, I got to figure out who God was so I can get back to my authentic self. Because what I realize is that I try to in, in life. I'm always trying to fix it. I'm always trying to control it. Kind of you say you're trying to control your plan, right? Yeah. And you realize when you're trying to do it yourself that things are always happening. Mm. But um, if you figure out who God is, get to your authentic self, and you get in alignment, then you know that you know things will will work out how it's supposed to by his will. And so, um, yeah, so that's good. Thank you. That was good. It's It's your truth. That's right. Living, living our truth. Um, So I heard this quote. It says, you will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated by Maya Angelou. What does that, what, what, what does that say to you? You will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated.
1: I'd summarize that. Um, and I certainly didn't, it's not mine, I didn't coin this, but yeah, you don't lose, you learn. Mm. You know, it's I've lost, I've been defeated, but not really, in that they've all been lessons that have. Help me get where I am. Yeah. They've all been meaningful. They they've all been valuable, in some respect. Yeah, yeah,
0: I love that um, because you ultimately all every successful person always says like you know, fall fast so that way you can learn because the more you learn, is the quicker you'll get where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when I hear that, I'm like, there's, there's, life is not perfect, and and we hear that all the time. And things are going to happen, hiccups are going to happen, things are going to happen on the way. But we don't let that take us, you know, forever, right? And we sort of let those things teach us the lessons. Like, what are you here to teach me? Learn from it, yeah. so that way it can get easier. Um thank you so much. You're I enjoyed blessing me. Yes. I did too. Yes. I did too. Yes, yes. So um I don't have an end in here, but um <laughs> thank you guys for watching and um I hope you you like what you see and you'll join us again. So thanks.